The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Well, hello, everybody. If you're joining me live, it's the first Thursday in March 2020. So that means it's call-in day. I see a whole bunch of you lined up, and I thank you in advance for your patience. Looking forward to taking your calls and chatting with you and feeling all that love. I can feel it from all of you listening. I have my little slips of paper here because anybody that I do bring on the air, I'm going to put your name on a piece of paper, and at the end of the show, I will pull one, and that person will get their choice of one of my three online courses as my gift for coming on the air and sharing with us. So I'm excited. This Sunday, March the 8th, I am going to be back in the villages where I lived for 11 years, and I'm going to be doing a channeling session, bringing Sanaya through at Unity of Fruitland Park, where we used to meet monthly. I can't wait to feel all my friends there in the audience and to experience Sanaya coming through me. We will film it. I have my iPad ready to go and the stand to put it on so that if you can't be there with me live, I'll be able to put that online afterwards. But I'm also going to be doing a presentation for anybody that's actually a Villages resident, Monday at 1230. If you can find the information on my website on the events page at SuzanneGeesman.com. But I've been spending the last uh, week or so putting together slides to go along with the evidence from the other side from readings that I've done about how we are all part of one big web. This is a similar presentation to what I'm going to be giving when I go on the road this summer. At the, I'm going to be giving it at the Helping Parents Heal conference, at a couple conferences, at several Unity churches around the country. So I do hope that you'll get a chance to, to join with me in person somewhere to hear about the amazing evidence we get from those across the veil to show us once they've passed and left their physical bodies, our loved ones are still right here, so close. And They're together across the veil, just like we're together with our families here. And it's just, like I said, one big web. So let me not spend any more time talking about events and stuff, because I want to talk about current events with all of you. I'm just going to go down the the line in order here. And let's see, I think I'll be the one clicking the thing here. So let's bring on Sharon from Maine. I show you on the air, Sharon. Welcome. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? Awesome. It's a 
an incredibly miserable weather day here, raining, but inside it's sunny in my heart. Yeah. yeah. How can I help you today? Well, um, starting three years ago, I have had many synchronicities concerning somebody from the other side whom I never knew, never met. When I went to a medium and asked her about this, she said it wasn't possible for that to be happening. But the synchronicities are so many, I even have a journal full of things. That person is a celebrity, and he was named John Ritter. And I want to know from you or Sanaya if this is real and possible, or if she was right, that it is not. Well, I don't mean to contradict another medium, but we all go by what our personal experiences are, and that becomes our truth. And I can tell you, Sharon, that I have talked to quite a few celebrities from across the veil, those who have passed. And the reason I know I connected is because they give me such clear evidence of that. In fact, some of them are working with Dr. Gary Schwartz on the soul phone. They want to help all of us. So I also have friends in another medium I know talks to John Denver, so oh, it wow. sounds strange to people, but, you know, those who used to influence a lot of uh, people in the as entertainers or politicians, as celebrities of many types, often can see by our light, by your light, that you can see them if they come through to you. And so they do, simply because you can see them and there's a greater purpose in it. So I love that you recognize the synchronicities. I love that you're documenting it. I recommend that all of you who have any kind of experience across the veil document it because our brains tend to get in the way and we start to think we're making this up. But those across mm-hmm. the veil will pull out all the stops to let us know they're with us. So Sharon, keep it up. Keep communicating with him. Don't listen to your brain that says this isn't right. And if someone else tells you it isn't real, then just send them love and think, well, they haven't had the experience that I have. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Very cool. And I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Take care. All right. Well, let's see. That was an easy one. It's always easy when you can speak from experience and from others who've had that experience. So look at all of you guys calling in. I love it. Kay, you are on the air. Hi. And Kay in Florida, are you gonna? am I going to see you this weekend, or are you in a different part of Florida? Oh, I wish I could see you. If I don't have to work, I will see you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, what causes you to call in today? I have been wanting to know um, what uh, so I have general input on tarot cards is, because I think one time on Facebook, I believe, you had posted one and then a great message and sometimes I think I understand how they work, and then sometimes it is a total mystery <laughs> how tarot cards work. I hope that you can make it Sunday to Unity of Fruitland Park because normally I share, before I channel, I share a lot of uh, evidence in various readings. But I'm going to share my most stunning moment ever using tarot cards, but it wasn't the normal way. I'm not a tarot card reader. But the way my guides use tarot cards is I have this deck that I bought just for fun because I know that tarot cards are a great way to uh, nudge our intuition. And so 
my guides will say, pull a card and I'll pull one that that is just perfect for what's going on in my life now. So that's the way that all of us can use them. I haven't studied them a lot. I just found some sites online that when I pull a card gives even greater insights into it, but uh, fairly just a really fun way to open up yourself to insights from the greater reality to get you thinking outside the box And then if you're really drawn to them, some people truly can read a person's entire energy field by the way a multiple spread of cards come out. I've never done the spread. I just do one at a time and see what happens with that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Is that helpful? Yeah. I mean, it's just when you draw one and then you see the image or the picture or whatever, you're going to know just what's in your gut or whatever, what somehow you're going to find a way to resonate with it? Or... Yeah, let me see. So let's see. I'm just thinking of one as an example. You know, there are some cards that look a little scary and we're programmed as humans to look at that and automatically think, oh my gosh, something's going to go wrong. So you, when you look at that, you tune into your stomach and say, now, is that my human fear or is there something else this card is trying to tell me? For example, the death card. Ah, everybody sees that and freaks out a little bit. But what if it means it's an ending to some chapter in your life? You know, so it causes you to see beyond the surface message, which is how we often see things in our world, black and white, what's on the surface. But that's the beauty of cards like tarot cards or any kind of or oracular card or angel cards and other things. And so you look at that and you say, well, what could this be saying to me? And then you learn to expand your awareness to know that insight comes from beyond this real reality. And so Instead of asking yourself, what could this mean? You ask the universe, what does this have to tell me? And then that card serves as a catalyst for that. So play with it, but open yourself to the possibility that you're going to get information you never could have even imagined. The thing about tarot cards is they're not absolute. It's not, there's not a right or wrong. So you can just see what you intuit from a card and then see how it plays out. We we met, there's a group here where I live now in Moss Creek and a few, um, about a month ago, there's a group here called the Aware Group. And we all played with tarot cards and went around the group and everybody pulled one. And it was just fascinating to to read it, to, to laugh at them and to see the people that said, oh my gosh, that's so relevant to what's going on in my life now. So, oh. yeah, just a way for having fun and getting answers beyond the norm. Perfect. Well, thank okay. you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. And that's just my answer. There are some who make an entire, um, you know, have done a very extensive study of it, and there's much more to it. If you're drawn to that, there's no uh, shortage of books out there to tell you more. Alrighty. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Kay. All right. I put your number, your name in the drawing, so I appreciate you calling. I don't even need thank to give you. the phone number out because there's so many on the, on the line. I thank you all so much. And let's just move right on down to Lisa in Alabama. You guys are calling from all over the country. I just love the way this works. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Can you hear me? I can. What brings you on the air today? Um... 
Well, I grew up in um, Southern Baptist Church. And, you know, the doctrine of the Bible and everything, they teach right and wrong and sin. Mm-hmm. And I don't particularly resonate with all of that. And I would like to know what what the, really the truth is. <laughs> this is so interesting What's because really what I'm learning is my truth is my truth and yours is yours. And those who believe that believe it so strongly that that's their truth. But that's each of our truth at a human level. And what I'm coming to understand from so much time and meditation and talking to my own team and all of you listening have your own team with a capital T, that truth varies depending on what point of view and what perspective you take. So the truth here in human form is not truth with a capital T. It's not the ultimate truth. It's the truth that comes from our experience here and from what others have told us. It's a filtered truth through the filter of the human reality. So when you sit in meditation, you come to know that we're so much more than this human body And we experience ourselves at a soul level. And then we experience interacting with higher beings. And the greatest gift comes when we can experience through a truly spiritually transformative experience. I've done shows about that if you go back through the archives. That we actually are one with this source that flows through all of us. So source expanded its awareness and became seven and a half Billions of us experiencing truth through different lenses. So who am I, Suzanne, to tell anybody else you're wrong? So anybody at the human level that points at you and tries to make you feel bad for believing what you believe, just send them love and compassion for being in a limited human viewpoint and say, well, none of us can know the absolute truth until we pass from this physical body. So I'll meet you on the other side and we'll have a good discussion about it then. But in the meantime, Lisa and everybody listening, if something doesn't resonate with you, there's a reason for that. Some people come to my talks with Sanaya and they they start crying and they say, I don't know why I feel like crying. And I say, it's because you're tapping into the soul, a higher aspect that wants you to pay attention and say, listen, this is a little bit of a a greater truth than what you may have believed. And I'm not really going to tell you that Sanaya has the ultimate truth because always it's going to have to be filtered through my human consciousness. But when we work really hard to get ourselves out of the way, we approach something closer to higher truths and what I'm talking a lot Lisa so I apologize but but what I can (laughs) tell you is that if a person's belief does not have love and compassion for all at its essence then it's definitely a smaller t truth because all of the great religions and all of the spiritual truths do share one thing and that's the golden rule So that's where we're starting to approach oneness. So, you know, just let people believe what they believe. But if they start to infringe on your right to believe what you believe, just send them love and compassion and go into your heart where you will be much closer to finding truth with a capital T. Does that help? Okay. Yes, ma'am, it does. I appreciate that. All right, and thanks to Sanaya for helping me with that answer. appreciate you calling Lisa, and uh, your name's in the running for a prize, and you take care. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Andy in Minnesota. Oh, I didn't say that right. Minnesota. (laughs) 
<laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> How'd I do? Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? Great. Thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure. How may we help you today? You bet. Now, my question is a little more personal. I wanted to find out, but I think it might relate to a lot of people. I hope um, so. I feel like in this lifetime, I am meant to walk alone. And it's, I'm not talking about even relate, you know, personal relationships with men. I'm talking about in general. And I'm wondering if there are paths like that for people, if this is what, you know, the greater universe wants. Um, and if we're the type who, are, who is meant to walk alone, do, do we have, like, what kind of spiritual support do we have in this process? Mm. It's a multi-layered question. So I'm definitely going to tap into Sanaya for this one. Okay. So what I'm being shown is a yin-yang symbol. Yin-yang, some people say. But it's showing that this reality is all about the dance of opposites and coming to, to know our oneness. And it's through relationship that we truly grow. Because unless somebody is pushing our boundaries a little, causing us a little discomfort, showing us that we're not all exactly the same. We don't have as many opportunities to stretch and grow and experience. So that's the reason why we have relationship. That's the reason why life is constantly changing to present us new opportunities. What I'm being shown right now by my team is little parentheses. Like this chapter in your life is a time when you are meant to be alone. But I'm being shown a cork being pulled out of a bottle. Like don't think that your whole life will be that way. Uh, they're not saying it's necessarily a love relationship, but relationship is the main part of this life. So I do see you just entering in and out, in and out of relationships with others and appreciating that we don't live in a cave for a reason. You're Very talking good. about relationship though, right? Like never getting married. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I am way beyond the age of getting married. Um, I'm <laughs> talking about any relationships age. with people or even having a really good friend. You know, I have, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking, you know, romantic relationships mm -hmm. really at all. Yeah. Okay. Let me tune in one more time for you here and just see if there's anything else. Cause they say that their message before stands. I'm just being shown the big word service with a capital S and that even if you get out and, I do feel you have some way of serving from what they say, but just to not shy away from relationship, I just feel that I see that cork coming out again and that all of us are here to grow from interacting with others. So isn't that interesting? I always like to agree with people. I want to tell you, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're supposed to walk alone, but I just well, feel I am, that I'm off, often, you know, I, then I have many friends and I have lots of acquaintances. I come mm -hmm. from them, but no, no one's really close. And so I am not afraid to be with people or serve people or any of that. And I do. And mm -hmm. so, um, but, but it's like, um, yeah, so that's, yes. 
but I thank you for that insight, though. Yeah, you clearly have found have peace with your life, and then and that's truly a beautiful thing. So there's nothing wrong with not being in relationships. It's just that this did allow us to have a talk about the greater purpose of relationships in our life. So if you were looking for confirmation that it's okay to walk alone, I see the yeah. thumbs up absolutely with that. But just to be aware of why relationships come into our lives is was a good opportunity to edify others with that explanation. Very good. Thank you right. so much. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Let's see. Bye-bye. Let me put your name on a little drawing form here. Okay. Let's see. 23 after. We definitely have time for another caller. So let's talk to Lana in California. Hi there. Hi. Is it Lana or Lana? It's Lana. Lana, nice to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Suzanne. Um, I have, my question is this. I've, I've listened to you for uh, several years now and uh, love it. Um, but, and I know you say that everyone has the ability to connect um, with higher consciousness. Yes. But I also have heard really leading mediums um, say that you have to be born with it, that you have to have it in your lineage or, you know, and I just, that's my question. Yeah. I've heard the same thing, Lana, from mediums. It seems right. Right. Who I highly respect. And the thing is, Uh, was I a born medium, even though I wasn't even aware of this ability until I was 46 years old? Mm -hmm. I mean, so if you had asked me at age 45, are you a medium? I would say, no way. Nope. And so if somebody had said to me at age 45, you have to be born, then I wouldn't have even tried. That's the interesting part. So I just don't discount anyone having this ability it's not a it's a matter of is it your calling to be a medium then once it opens up because all of us have the ability we're all souls we're all extensions of consciousness the same source that flows through me flows through you and everybody else so because of that if we can get our story and our belief system that's our bs out of the way mm-hmm. then we right. Anything that anybody else can do, we can do also. So we all have the ability for telepathy and for communication with higher consciousness. Whether or not we open that up to be a medium and bring through other people's loved ones is how much commitment do you have to it? Are you stubborn enough to keep (laughs) meditating daily and build the power and open that up? Then you'll really know if you're meant to be a Mozart at this or a good piano player you know it's i do know right. that we all have this ability so the really great mediums who say you have to be born they probably were born to do this work the rest of right. us you know and uh you just find out by how much you're called to do it and how much time and effort you put into it that's my okay understanding okay thank you so much right. i appreciate you're so that welcome my pleasure okay let's all right. see wow and I think with three minutes, we could bring Mike in from St. Louis. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, Suzanne. I hope you're having a good day. It's amazing. I don't care how rainy it is. It's awesome. How about you? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I have a question. Uh, being a beginner, I, first of all, I wanted to thank you for all the knowledge and understanding that I've been getting in your classes. It's uh, a real change for me, and it's really very, very, I can't describe how interesting it is. And um, my question is, uh, I know that you had gone to Arthur Finley, and um, I'm curious, did you go there as a beginner, or did had you had some previous uh, experience before you went over there? Okay, and for those of you who don't know what that is, that's the Arthur Finley College of Psychic awesome. Sciences in England. It's about an hour outside of London, and it is like Mecca for mediumship students. If you read my book, Droplets of God, and my book uh, that I co-wrote with Janet Nohavik, her, her biography, Through the Darkness, both of them talk a lot, and my book too, Messages of Hope, talk about Arthur Finley College. Uh, it's where they really stress evidential mediumship. And so, Mike, in answer to your question, I went there and I had not done a single private reading. How about that when I think back on it? All I had done to that point was take three weekend classes with my original mentor, Janet Nohavik. And I had such amazing experiences when they pair when I paired up with my fellow students of getting evidence I was so excited at the thought that I would be able to help other people to find the same kind of healing that Ty and I found when we went to a medium that I just had to go and so I went over there with a very clear intention I want to feel the spirits because until that point I thought I was just pulling evidence out of the hat and I was blessed thanks to Janet to be put into Mavis Patilla's private group and had all those experiences that I set the intention for. So it was a wonderful experience for me. Unfortunately, I don't know most of the tutors there now and the classes are just one week long. And of course, it's always dependent on the tutor. So if anybody's interested in going, I would ask around and ask for a recommendation on, you know, is what kind of style does this teacher have? Have people had good experiences with them? But I'd like to, to feel that any tutors they have are going to be good and experienced. And so it's, it's great energy there. You're immersed in mediumship for a week. I call it boot camp for mediums because you, there's no escaping, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. So, that, that's a, being a beginner and then uh, I you know, through your classes and everything, I'm strongly considering it. And I was looking at the roster and they have some beginning mediumship classes. And I was curious to just to see where, how you had started, if it was yeah. uh, just a little nervous. I'm still in that fear stage a little bit. You bet. And, well, listen, uh, we have to go to a break, Mike, but truly okay. check with your heart, see how it feels and ask your guides. That stands for any big decision any of us have to make about anything. So, okay, guys, we have lots of Thank callers still so online. Don't go anywhere. Thank you, Mike. And we'll be back after the break. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being 
at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Well, hey, everybody. I'm having so much fun talking to those of you who are calling in and hope that it's it's also informative for all of you listening. I want to honor Annette in the UK. She sent me a poem. She said, I just wanted to send you a poem I wrote, which was inspired in great part by listening to you and Sanaya and all the wonderful evidence you provide beyond the veil. And I just want to honor Annette by reading that poem, sharing it with all of you. So she wrote, up, up, up. The loss of a loved one is the rawest pain I know. Yet in our soul contact contracts, we agreed this is how we would grow. It's just we can't always remember, and in our minds we say no. Love's vibration transcends the illusion of separation and confusion. You are the light. Your soul, of course, knows and patiently waits as your frequency grows. Up, up, up up like the flying of a kite where the veil is lifted now you have sight like a drop in the ocean whose memory has waned you are part of the sea of all consciousness full senses regained beautiful huh really reminds me of the first year of poetry that i got from my guides all of us have the capacity to tap into creativity because we're all expressions of the source of all creativity. So thank you, Annette, and thanks to all of you for joining me on this incredible journey we're on of having adventures in consciousness. So let's see. we go to Diane in Seattle. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Diane. I'm really curious. If Sanaya has anything to share with us about this coronavirus. Are you the one that emailed if I would ask about this online? No, I didn't send an email. Somebody else did, and I wasn't sure I wanted to address it. I was going to ask Sanaya, and it was just like it kind of went blank, but I'm going to tune in here now. And they're saying this is an incredible opportunity to not fall into a state of fear, I haven't felt a moment's fear about it. Is there something about knowing that that ultimately when you know that there is no true death, you have to learn to transcend our human fears, our true our human story, get the greater perspective and know that disease and illness is part and parcel of this human reality. We don't like it, but it it happens. So how can we just Learn to not fall into fear. This is the greatest opportunity we can come from that and take proper precautions always, just like we would do in any case. So that's about all I'm getting, Diane. That's wonderful. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. And we have Burl from California. Welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome. Nice to have you here in my house. Um, I'm just curious about something related. 
Is there anything that your guides recommend that we do that would be useful for other people uh, during this coronavirus episode? Be the presence of peace, they say, as they make my lip twitch. It's funny. I don't know if you if you know about my lip twitch. It's what my guides do. Anytime you see me on doing a video and channeling, it does this little twitch. And I had a chiropractor watch me the other day. It was Dr. Mark Pitstick. I was doing a little reading with him with the Soul Foam Foundation. And he said, that lip twitch, that's a labial muscle that you couldn't do on your own. And I said, yeah, no kidding. I can't do it on my own. It's my guide. And just as you asked that question, Burl, the twitch came and it was just be the presence of peace. So it's really just an add-on to that last okay. call. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Sure. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Let's see. Joe in Arizona, how are you? Very good, thank you. I have a question about, uh, you know, there are some mediums who seem to be able to connect with other people's uh, guides. Even going back, you know, I've listened to all the interviews you've had about going back to their soul plan. So what's the difference between connecting is it simply intention to connect with a loved one across the veil or that person's guides across the veil? Is there a Great. difference? Great question. From my experience and in my understanding, our guides are always with us. So when you tune in to connect with the loved ones of your sitter, your client, their guides will be around because they're always around if they want to make their presence known, they can turn up their energy and a medium who's very sensitive will notice that. If your sitter, your client, deliberately wants to hear from guides, it is a little bit of a shift in intention on the part of the medium. The guides certainly know about it because they are aware of the thoughts of their sitter and their sitter's intention. Generally, when I work, my intention is to hear from loved ones who have passed, so I don't automatically hear from guides, but every once in a while, they, they snag me and have a message for the sitter. If the sitter deliberately says, do you hear from my guides, it is just a little shift that I make, and it's just a, there's a difference in the vibration there. It's not quite as dense as those in spirit, which are certainly less dense than those here in a physical body. So it is, there are different levels, but they're certainly always around. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it does. So it sounds like it needs uh, a little bit of practice and really a shift in intention more than anything else of what you're exactly. tuning into. Yes, yes, yeah. that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yep. thank you so much. And you're welcome. And you know what's fun is we can still ask for evidence from guides. Somebody think, well, how might think, well, how are you going to know it's a guide? And I'm just reminded of the time when I brought through a um, a woman's guide and I laughed because I said, this is so cliche. He's a Native American, but he's showing me this great big feather. He's sweeping it back and forth. And he says, you should use this in energy healing. And right on screen, this was a video reading, my client picks up this great big feather and she says, you mean like this one? <laughs> oh my so goodness. Just, yeah, 
beautiful evidence right there. And then I said, well, there's, there's a Chinese guy just stepped in and he says you really would be well suited to use herbs for healing as well. And she just held up these little jars. She had that right there too. So the guides are always around. So um, sounds like you're, you're doing this work yourself. Is that right? Yeah, not as much as I'd like, but I want to get better at it. And I've just heard of all these uh, mediums who actually can go back and talk to your guides, which I would love to experience because, um, you know, would I get a different message or would I get a more clear message from somebody else tuning in to them than me because I've had a little trouble tuning in lately. Um, But then I sat and I thought, well, what's the difference? Is it just intent? because I don't see that many mediums who talk about doing that. It seems uh-huh. like there's some specific ones, you know. Right. Now, that, there's interesting, there are interesting dynamic would be, it's different from having your sitter's guides tell you about their loved ones. The, the optimum is always to go direct to their loved ones and have them communicate with you. But their guides will come in with messages directly for the sitter. Okay? Yeah, that's, that yeah. Would, would be what I would be interested in. Okay, thank yeah. you very okay. much. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Oh, my goodness, all kinds of people calling. Everybody gets a chance for one of the online courses, so I'm writing these names down here. I had to tear up more sheets over the break. Let's see. So we are going to Melissa in Texas. Welcome to the show. Van, thank you so much for taking my call. It's a pleasure. What's going on with you today, Melissa? Um, so first, I just I really wanted to say thank you. I've um, been on my journey for two and a half years, and a reading from you and all your resources has really just changed that journey um, so very much. Oh boy, um, I'm so grateful. I think I'm grateful myself. Um, so my question is, um, do you have any tips on how we can overcome belief systems or fears that no longer serve us? <laughs> It's my daily prayer, Melissa. Trust me. Yeah. It, it, you know, you're. I think you said, you know, it's great to be on this journey, and it is an ongoing journey, and it has no end. Mm-hmm. Our belief system comes with being human, so it's a matter of exactly what you said: rooting out the ones that don't serve us. And even as we grow, it's going to change. And even you may think you you've cleared it all out, and there will be new ones that are overcome by new beliefs you replace them with. So it's just a set it as your ongoing intention that you become aware of what no longer serves you. Ask your guides to help you with that. And then to clear it out, there are just so many methods of simply releasing them to the light. You can. I like to do one that I just did in my online class where we find something that doesn't serve us and you picture it like a pattern of energy that actually has form, like a ball of energy inside you. And you hold it out in front of you in your mind's eye and you laser beam it with divine light and just, just turn it into particles of light so it's no longer there. And you fill in the space that it held in your system with light. These are all models and consciousness changes things where, where consciousness flows, you know, the energy goes. So mm-hmm. visualize whatever method works for you of clearing that out. And really true what you feel you can heal. So when you're willing to become aware of those things that you believe in that don't serve you, they're already on their way out. 
that's reassuring. That is good. Yeah. I think the greatest one that comes to mind right now is watch for any time you're defensive or anything that triggers Mm -hmm. any emotion in you that's out of alignment. Oh, my goodness. This morning, I just just had a really big trigger um, with something with my beloved Ty. And that's why I say that relationships are our greatest opportunities, because I just went right into meditation, asked how I could have handled that better and came downstairs. And both of us had just a really lovely talk about it and were willing to talk about it. And it just cleared that right out. So as uncomfortable as it was for a few minutes, there's one less one little check in the block, one less thing to gunk me up. So it's beautiful that you're willing to, to work on that. And I guarantee you that will increase your connection with higher consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. My goal is always to be able to connect my son, um, you know, yeah. more and more. So I think that's what I need to work on. So perfect. and how's that going Thank you so much? Um, it, it's a work in progress, but, um, I, I feel like I'm connecting. Um, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it's, I'm making progress. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't, don't give up because I know how much he appreciates it. All of our loved ones are like, yeah, they can see our lights just glow brighter and brighter. And that's why we're here to shine brighter. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yay. We're going to move on to Deborah, Arizona. How are you today? Hi, Suzanne. Hey. I'm, I'm good. I have taken your mediumship class, and I have heard you say that um, when we don't feel well, that can affect our connection. And I have to deal with several chronic health conditions that I often don't feel well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting discouraged. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to know if Sanaya had any suggestions on how to work around that. Yes, I like, I noticed, and I'm very glad that you said that not feeling well can affect your connection, but doesn't have to. That's the key right there. So it all comes back to how do you feel mentally, how do you feel emotionally, physically can affect it. Emotions can affect the connection, but I've done quite a few readings when I have a cold or when I'm just off, I always check in with my team beforehand. Am I good to go today? And so I would start by not discounting the fact that your physical illness would get in the way. If it's chronic, then this is a a life lesson for you and you're learning to deal Mm -hmm. with it. And wouldn't it be wondrous to see how you can overcome that? And in fact, the energy that comes through when we work with higher consciousness can actually be quite healing to us. I know when I channel Sanaya, I don't feel any pain and I'm high for a good 20 minutes afterwards. Very high healing energy comes through me and those in attendance have even experienced healing. So what if you were to set the intention that just by doing this work, you yourself will be on the road to healing. That is my intention. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But don't push yourself. It should never be uncomfortable. It should never hurt. And you need to honor the body, listen to it. And if you know in your heart you just shouldn't be working that day, then don't. But don't get discouraged. You've chosen a path that's going to be a little bit more challenging than others. But in the end, you know, you just get uh, extra credit for that extra effort. Thank you, because I think it's just taking a little longer than I had hoped. 
Uh, and that's our human side. And that's also one of our lessons, isn't it? Yes. Patience. And, and, yeah. and I will persevere. All right. Excellent. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Let's see. Oh, goody. We have lots more time. So let's move on. You guys all feel so loving. I just love it. Thank you for this beautiful exchange of energy. Colleen in New York, you're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, so, first of all, I'm excited. I'm going to see you at the um, Helping Parents Real Conference in April. So. Oh, boy. Oh, I got goosebumps all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my sister said something very strange to me today. I've been talking to a lot of mediums since my son has passed. And she said that um, somebody told her that you shouldn't talk to mediums um, frequently because it could also let in bad spirits. And I didn't really understand what she meant by that. Well, that's just BS. Oops, belief system. <laughs> belief system. I said that earlier, didn't I? Belief system. You did. You did. <laughs> uh, let's see. How do I address? I'm going to ask Sanaya on this one. It depends on the intention of all involved. I don't even want to go into bad spirits. That gives energy to something that I'm just not going there. We hold the light. Right. We are the light. This is right. underneath it all a benevolent, absolute, absolute consciousness is love at its very essence. So when we tap into that, the medium is going to come from the highest possible place. Anybody that's afraid of bad spirits is just, uh, that's a human belief, okay? That's not yeah. saying that evil doesn't exist that in this world. It does. But what is your intention when you connect with your son and connect with other mediums? It's to, it's for love, right? Yeah, to, love. Exactly right. Just love. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. And your okay. son yeah. is a loving being, and he's not going to bring any interlopers in with him. And he would love to connect with you. And so that's the intention, and that will likely be your experience, okay? Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All righty. So let's see. I have a couple more callers on the line. Should have time to get to you by the end of the show. So we're going to go to Jade in Colorado. Welcome, Jade. Hi. Hi. Uh I'm so excited to talk to you. I love you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you too. I love but, all of you. Spirit. I um, wanted to ask. Um, when I was a kid, I was a really strong medium and psychic. And um, when I got older, I I'm assuming I became afraid. I'm not really sure, but I was mm -hmm. wondering, um, as far as your experience goes. Do you think that if we were very psychic and um, strong mediums as a kid, are we, do we still have that capability, like a really strong capability um, to be able to um, be as strong, if not stronger, um, than we were as a child? Well, it's radio, so you can't see that lip twitch, but there it goes again. I get a massive thumbs up with that one. That's a big yes for you. You can open that Yay. right up. Yay. Okay. No doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. <laughs> okay, great. Thank I'm you. Envious. Yeah, I, um, I'm envious I, of those who saw them as kids. <laughs> yeah, I actually had, um, like, levitation and that sort of 
those sort of experiences as well with physical objects. Mm. And so I don't know if I, you know, as an adult, if that would still be possible, but um, I have memories of those sorts of things in my family, and so I was wondering if that was still also, Very like, cool. in the realm of possibilities. But, yeah, thank you yeah, so much. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, some strong energy fields around you, Jade. So just play with it, but always, always, always do that ego check and the motive okay. check. Why are you doing Perfect. this? Is it for fun and entertainment? Might not happen. Is it to serve the greater good, to serve others, to bring more love into our world, to aid your soul's growth? Then there's no limit to what you can do. All of you listening. Okay, that's the key right there. We can have limited success when we're coming from a place of ego, but man, it'll trip you up in the worst possible time. So again, may your lessons be painless. May your heart be in the right place and things will fall into place. All righty. So, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Suzanne. And I love, I've been listening to your audio books. They're amazing. So yay, thank you. Yay, (laughs) all right. That's thanks to Unity books for help letting me record messages of hope and wolf's message on audiobook i just talked to a couple people that listen to them and that's so much fun to think that y'all are enjoying those so how about elizabeth in oregon welcome to the show hello suzanne hi elizabeth hi hi it's so great to talk to you wow um i've been trying for weeks to catch your show and Finally made it. <laughs> well, here like. you are. Listening to your, yeah, so here I am. So the reason why I've been wanting to call is I've been very curious about, um, you know, I, I've been watching your YouTube videos forever and I've been um, listening to your um, radio show and, and I'm uh, uh, checking out your uh, training ground. It's so wonderful. Nice. And so in listening to all the videos, I'm, um, I, I heard Sanaya uh, talk about yoga and the importance of uh, the stretching the body. Yeah. Um, my, my partner and I, we are yoga therapists, and oh, nice. I would love to be able to share the message. I was just wondering if maybe uh, I could get a little bit more of, of what Sanaya was trying to say about yoga. Just, it's simply that the physical body is a channel for energy. And when the physical body aligns with the energy body, which is, of course, the meridians that you're likely familiar with, the energy, energetic channels for chi or prana that goes through the body, they're showing me now that, that fascia and collagen in the body is actually a channel for energy as well. And so that stretching is like pulling out, a, remember the old-time phone cords that were coiled. So the energy yeah. flows through our physical body much better when we stretch and are limber. And I'm like the worst possible example of that because I am so <laughs> tight. <laughs> uh, I'm being shown right now, if I were to do a little more stretching, maybe my connection would be better across the veil but uh absolutely there's something to that and water 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 they're saying right now hydration is important for the same reason because we have to bring our physical emotional mental spiritual bodies into alignment when we connect across the veil if we want a nice clear connection so by doing yoga and just i mean yoga means union right so join all four of your bodies in union come into alignment with the light with source and you're going to have a beautiful uh, connection with higher consciousness and get insights that wouldn't come otherwise. Yeah, yeah I've, I've kind of just imagined that if I pay more attention to my body than my mind, that it might help to not be 
be caught in all of the, the thoughts, you know. It's Absolutely. And meditation, to, of course, yeah. is a perfect time to practice that. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take care. Bye-bye. Well, look at this. I have no other callers, so what my guides, they're laughing at me because now I have to tell on myself. They did this to me before. They left me with a couple minutes at the end of the show. Uh, Told you I'm going down to Florida this weekend, and uh, we're taking our RV, our big bus. It's sitting out in the driveway right now, and uh, somebody once called it a BAB, B-A-B, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on the radio, but I'm about to. She said it stood for a big-ass bus. And it is. And now that we're South Carolina residents, we went and we got our South Carolina driver's licenses. And lo and behold, we had to pass a driving test to get a license to drive the bus. It's one of only six states in the country. Now, I have driven at least 26,000 miles behind the wheel of that bus. Ty drives most of the time. We have almost 100,000 miles, but at least 26,000 miles. I went to get the driving test, and on the way there, my guides, clear as day, said, don't get caught in the story. Don't get upset by the story. And I said, what are you trying to tell me? This doesn't feel good. And I have to tell you, I failed the driving test. I was crushed. I was humiliated. I had to tell Ty, this is not a joke, honey. I failed. You want to know why? I couldn't back the big-ass bus up in a straight line. I'd never tried that before. I always go forward. (laughs) I'm laughing now, but I had to call my assistant, Lynette, and I mean totally wrapped up in the story and said, Lynette, make me laugh quick because I'm going to lose it here. And the guides were absolutely correct. I've never failed a test in my life. So I still have my big-ass bus beginner's permit. <laughs> the funny, the reason I tell this now is because you have to learn to laugh at your failures. And I always pray, may my lessons be as painless as possible. I'm going to have to keep you posted in the future to let you know when I finally get that license. But it may be a while because... For the foreseeable future, I'm only going to be going forward. (laughs) I thank you all so much for joining me today. May our lessons be as painless as possible. I'm going to quickly draw a name, and the winner is from today, Burl. I hope you contact me through my website to claim your course. The rest of you have a beautiful, beautiful month, and I'll see you back here for more questions. But next week, we'll have a live guest. I love you all so much, and thank you for joining me. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. 
On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.